You're listening to the Conscious Moon Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara. This podcast is designed to enlighten, inspire, and make you think. Join the journey with me as I explore topics that help us all understand the meaning of life and purpose while uncovering the tools to master our highest self. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back for another episode. Today's episode is going to be a bonus and we're going to dive into the chakra system, specifically the root chakra and the sacral plexus. So I'm likely going to do a few episodes where I dive into at least two chakras at a time, but I really felt compelled to talk about the root chakra today and the sacral plexus because I think the information that I give you guys will be very helpful, especially in a time now where things are very uncertain, things are very scary, and things can really, the events that are happening now can really throw you off balance. So today's episode, we're going to talk about what are chakras, life force energy, understanding the etheric body, block chakras and how that manifests in the physical, and practices to implement when you're trying to heal or balance out your chakras. So first things first, chakras. For the people out there that don't know what a chakra is, your chakras are energy wheels within your body. So basically, they are vortexes of energy. Now you have over 100 in your body, but the most commonly talked about are the seven. And those seven chakras are directly related to your physical as well as your external, your outer body, your subtle body. So when dealing with the root chakra, to get a better understanding of what the root chakra is, we're going to break the word down. So your root chakra, another word for it is the muladhara, and it just means foundation. And your foundation sets the tone for the rest of your chakras. So if your foundation is fucked up, it's going to be hard for that life force energy to really flow through the other chakras. So root chakra is dealing with your foundation and really your sense of security. And a lot of times people are born into childhood trauma. People are born into incarnating in this world with generational trauma. So trauma that's been passed on to them. And that energy is hanging out in their subtle body. So your subtle body, everyone's familiar with the physical body, but it's important to realize that you guys, we are multidimensional beings and we're energetic beings. So we have multiple bodies. So a lot of people are familiar with auras. Your aura is that energetic field that extends outside of your physical form. And there's many layers to that. And it's directly correlated with your chakras. So the most closest layer to your body is the etheric body. That is correlated with the root chakra. There are multiple other ones, but we're specifically going to talk about the etheric body. So the etheric body, it can hang on to generational trauma. And black people, we have a lot of it because we suffer from our ancestors' oppression our own oppression, and systems that are in place. And a lot of us are still dealing with our sense of security being not really secure. So our personal auras contain these experiences of our past lives and the wisdom that we've acquired from our ancestors. And basically this energy is transmitted to and from the body through these invisible centers, our chakras. So the etheric body is powered by the root chakra and it extends one inch from the body. 
Now, when talking about the chakras, it's important to understand that not only are they gateways guiding that life force energy through your body, but at the same time, it is said that each chakra represents a spiritual lesson. And that spiritual lesson walks us towards the path of enlightenment. Now, when we're talking about enlightenment, we're referencing the crown chakra. If that life force energy is able to flow throughly through all your energy centers and reach that crown chakra, you are someone who may be enlightened, who may have the gift of discernment. So how do you know if you have a blocked root chakra? Well, it can manifest itself in so many ways. And especially in these times now, if you just look around, if you're someone who lives in a constant state of fear, anytime you're experiencing some sort of physical symptom from your body, it can sometimes be associated with a blocked root chakra or blocked chakras in general. And based off the chakra that is blocked in the area of where you're experiencing these symptoms can kind of tell you what's going on. This is the body's way of communicating with you that something is out of balance. So your root chakra can become blocked if you're someone who suffered childhood trauma, if you had a poor mother-child relationship, if you had no sense of home as a child, if you were someone who went from foster home to foster home, if you suffered physical neglect. It's especially important to know that the root chakra is being developed from birth to seven years old. So in those stages of development, if you're already an bringing in inherited trauma and then you're experiencing your own personal trauma your foundation is fucked and just like a house with a faulty foundation the rest of the house is going to be fucked up so it's important to understand that the root chakra is one of the most important and needs to be balanced it needs to be able to allow that that energy to flow because it's dealing with your foundation which is basically the the ground for everything else when you're talking about the root chakra your root chakra deals directly with vitality so if you're someone who suffers fatigue it can also be associated with your root chakra someone with lack of confidence low self-esteem staying in fear for long periods of time or staying in the state of fear for a long period of time eventually what happens though is that on a physical level that leads to adrenal fatigue so it's important to know that the, the mind-body-spirit connection is very real. A blocked root chakra can challenge you in abundance. People with an imbalanced root chakra usually have some sort of money problems. They can't seem to attract abundance in their life. It may not even come in the source of money, because when you're talking about abundance, you're just talking about resources and opportunities. So they may have a hard time and constantly live in a state of struggling, okay? They may be the type of person that holds back their emotions, that may lack some sort of creative expression. The root chakra is also associated with prostate cancer and rectal cancer, which affects men. And when you think of the black man, a lot of times we have instilled in the black man that to be strong means to hold back their emotions, to be strong means that a, a black man can't cry. When you teach your, your son that in order to be strong, they have to hold back something, what happens is that that stored emotion is now staying in their subtle body, that outer layer, because energy cannot be destroyed. So your thoughts and your emotions are all a form of energy. So if, if you're not releasing that 
emotion, if you're not transmuting it into something positive, if you're not healing from your traumas and you're keeping everything inside, it's hanging out in your subtle body. And if it's hanging out in your subtle body, guess what? That energy has to go somewhere. It's either going to show up as a physical problem or it can be passed on from generation to generation. So in order to heal as a collective, it's important that we understand that one, we are more than the physical body. We are energy beings. So a block root chakra can manifest in so many ways and it's important for it to, for you to understand that so that you're able to check in with yourself and get yourself balanced. So how do you heal your root chakra? There are so many ways to really keep your chakras open and balanced. One of them being essential oils. So if you're someone who works with essential oils, you can use oils like frankincense, rosemary, sandalwood, myrrh. Those are all good for the root chakra. Yoga. Yoga poses like tree pose, down dog. Those are going to be good. Establishing a sense of security for yourself. And it's important to know that when you're talking about balancing the root chakra, it's all about establishing also a connection with Mother Earth. Are you grounded? So eating root vegetables, walking barefoot on Mother Earth's ground. Now, obviously, during these times with the coronavirus, I doubt any of you are going to be outside walking barefoot. I also know if you're black, you like were taught at a very young age that that is nasty and that you should not be walking out barefoot. And no, I don't recommend going and walking out on the sidewalk. But if you're in nature, try taking your shoes off and, and allowing your feet to touch the grass or allow yourself to really feel that energy. Making pottery, gardening, chanting, mantra chanting. So chanting, the chant that's associated with a root chakra is going to be lam. And so you can always go into YouTube and look up root chakra mantra chanting. Um, you can even look up sound healing. It's important to know that music has a direct impact on the body and some frequencies are detrimental to the etheric body. Like a lot of the music that we listen to today a lot of the trash music, consuming that music for a long period of time can be very detrimental. So listening to music that is associated with the chakra, whatever chakra you're trying to balance, is going to be good. Now for the root chakra, that's going to be listening to music at 396 hertz. I only know that because I actually really work with the root chakra specifically because I am a black woman and I do suffer from root chakra imbalance. So there you go. Um, but that's going to be therapeutic. Walking in nature and walking in silence. I think that's so important because what people don't understand is that the sounds of the bird chirping and the sounds that you hear in nature, the water, everything, that all carries a certain frequency. Sound carries frequency with it. It's literally like walking into a musical sound bath. You're being attuned when you're in nature. Our energy fields are being depleted by all this technology and electrical appliances that we come in contact with on a day-to-day -day and the negative people and uh, negative experiences. So it's important to really do the inner work. Assess your energy field. See an energy worker. See an energy healer. Have your chakras balanced and assessed. Release some of that negative energy. Because not only are you going to be healing yourself, but you're going to probably be doing a lot of generational trauma so that that isn't passed on. 
I'm going to talk about the sacral plexus because the root chakra and the sacral plexus are usually simultaneously impacted and they're close together in terms of association of where they are in the body or outside of the body because the sacral plexus is um, usually simultaneously impacted when the root chakra is blocked. So the sacral plexus is mostly connected with your sexual and reproductive activities. It deals with emotions and creativity. And when we're talking about your aura, that's going to be the emotional body, okay? So just like you have seven chakras, you have seven external layers, and it's known as the subtle body, and yeah. So the Sanskrit name for the sacral plexus is Swadhisthana. And when you translate that, it literally means one's own seat. And when you look up the many definitions of of the sacral plexus, you'll see that it's commonly associated with or its origin means to take pleasure in. And with it dealing with your reproductive organs and associated with the word pleasure you can kind of see the correlation. So this chakra is often associated with creation and birthing your ideas into the world. So someone who has a blocked root chakra that's out of balance is going to be someone who may suffer from reproductive issues. Now, this is with the exception that you've actually been diagnosed with something. But on a spiritual level, a lot of times, um, if you know you've gone to the doctor, they can't figure out what's going on which is the case for a lot of people. They go to the doctor, they have these symptoms, they can't find anything wrong, they do all these blood work, and if the blood work comes back good, if the tests come back good, they send you on your way. If you're experiencing symptoms and that happens to you, the next step would be to go and see an energy worker or a Reiki healer, someone who is familiar with the chakra system and can help you. So with the sacral plexus out of balance, um, again, it can show up with issues around money and abundance. Again, blocking your fucking blessings. Overemphasis on obtaining material goods. Someone who's obsessed with having all the time. Someone who is uh, maybe suffers sex addiction, gambling, drug use. This can even show up as eating disorders. Uterine fibroid and cyst. These symptoms, again, the energy body is telling you that, hey, something is off, something is blocked. So you have to ask yourself, are you holding on to negative thoughts? Are you holding on to toxic feelings? Are you repressing something that may have happened to you? Anytime you're doing that, that energy is staying with you and lowering your vibration. Crystals like carnelian are going to be good for your sacral plexus, moonstone even. And if you're working with crystals and you're new with crystals, um, just a quick tip. Make sure that you are holding it in your receiving hand. Your receiving hand is your left hand. Essential oils. Um, Essential oils like lang lang, lemon, rosewood, sandalwood. Those are all good for the sacral plexus. Um, You can do belly dancing. That's really good because it's working with your hips and your navel which is where that sacral plexus is located, writing, releasing those built-up emotions, and finding your highest excitement. What do you find pleasure in? A lot of us in this 3D world are working nine to fives and we fucking hate it. We're working nine to fives just to gain a sense of stability. But what happens when you're constantly in a state of doing something that doesn't excite you or doesn't bring you joy, what happens is your creativity starts to fade. You're now out of touch with that. So figure out your highest excitement. What do you find pleasure in? What do you find joy in? This is the perfect time for that with all of us being in the house due to the coronavirus. 
try painting, try something new. A lot of times what you did as a child, for some people, it comes back up later in adulthood. What did you like to do as a child? Channel that inner child. So mantras in terms of chanting, the mantra VAM is going to be good for that. So you can always go to YouTube and again, search sacral plexus chanting, the sound healing music. As far as yoga, you can always do cat cow. You can always do hip circles. Those are good. Eating food, I forgot to mention with the root chakra, but eating foods associated with the the chakra. So each chakra is associated with a certain color. So if you wear that color or if you're eating those foods, that's going to help open up that chakra. So affirmations. With the sacral plexus, just affirming positive thought or with any of the chakras anytime they're blocked, using affirmations is another great way. So that's a way where you're affirming positive thoughts and positive things into your life. So saying things like, I am creative, I'm safe to express my sexuality, I'm in touch with my feelings, those are going to be good for your sacral plexus. And again, guys, you can always go to Google if you're unsure. So I hope this helps. We have a lot of work to do. And I really felt compelled to do this this episode because I feel like with the coronavirus, there's a lot of fear in the world right now. A lot of uncertainty, yes, and a lot of fear. Too much fear is never going to be good for you. While this is a very scary time for a lot of us, um, none of us have probably experienced this in a lifetime or anything like this besides maybe 9-11. So while this is a very scary time, it's important to realize that at the end of the day, you are a soul having a human experience and nothing in this 3D world should scare you so much and bring you so much fear that it's literally throwing you off center. And a lot of us are working from very faulty foundations. So situations like this just send us down to crash and burn. And it's actually a large amount of us out there that are living a life of imbalance. It's important for us to realize that we are a big part of nature and to get back to that. Because when I see people during these crises, during this crisis in this situation, and these are the people that I see in the grocery store wearing gas masks. I literally saw somebody the other day wearing a gas mask in Whole Foods. The people that are wearing gloves, cross-contaminating themselves, but they're still wearing them anyway because they feel like it brings them a sense of security. The people that are hoarding groceries while the elderly are struggling to get to the grocery store, those are people that are screaming to me, I'm out of whack. I'm imbalanced. My root chakra is fucked up. These are people that are working from a faulty foundation already, and this situation has literally sent them off. Too much news, too much media. You guys, every day, the amount of consumption of media that we come in contact with from Instagram to the news to um, text messages and everything else, it can send our bodies out of balance and put us in overload. So it's important to detach from those things. It's important to not be so consumed in the media because while it's important to be aware of things, it's also important to take a step back. Because at the end of the day, the media is looking for ratings. While they're there to share information, they're also there to get their ratings up. This is why they are always fighting for the story, the hot topic, for a story to come out first. And no one's even questioning what it's doing, the amount of damage that it's causing to us humans who are multidimensional beings. It's throwing us off center. 
as a collective. So it's very important to take a step back and make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're in tune and that your cup is full spiritually. Because while some of us may be on a mission to get a house, to get married, to do all these different things, it's also important to realize that you are a soul and you are here for soul evolution. And life's experiences are here for you and to help you evolve. And it's not necessarily here to harm you. Life's experiences are here to help us as a collective, to help us evolve. So I'm going to leave you guys with that tidbit. Stay safe, wash your hands, and try to take a step back from this, all of this media. Because a lot of you are already running on a poor foundation. Because you're now in a state of fear and you don't want to miss anything. It's time for us to get back in balance. And it's time for some of us to heal from that generational trauma. Some of us have more work than others. And that's okay. These are practices also I want to throw out there. These are practices that should be implemented on a consistent basis. Um, This isn't something that you do once and that's it. This is something that you probably want to implement in your day to day. And all of these practices mentioned are things that you can do at home. So it's perfect for quarantine. And so I'll leave you guys with that and I'll catch you in my next episode. Bye.